Hello and welcome to another episode of the Fairface Podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Sorensen, founder and CEO of Fairface Washcloths for Sensitive Skin. I'm so happy you're here to join me as we talk all things sensitive skin, wellness, and even a little small business. Now on to the episode. Hi guys, welcome back and thanks so much for being here. Today I want to talk to you about something that I have personally experienced and know a lot of other people who have as well, so I thought it might be helpful to discuss. Have you ever felt yourself get more tired and moody, maybe even depressed and unmotivated, or you just don't feel like yourself during the winter months when it's darker and colder? Well, if you are feeling any of these things or have, you are not alone. I can say that for myself, living in Seattle, we see a lot of gray, rainy, overcast days that can stretch across weeks and even weeks that turn into months. And it feels so long. And right now it's February when I'm recording this and ironically, Today is the second day in a row that we have actually had sunshine after a long stretch of dark, rainy days. And we've had quite a bit of flooding in the area. Um, The rain has come so fast and so hard day after day that the rivers just could not keep up and are spilling out of their banks right out onto the roads and fields. And it looks like it is now going down, so we're in a better place, but... Talk about gross weather and days and days of it. I know how that feels. Well, what I'm going to talk to you about today is even more than just feeling down. It's these feelings of depression and sadness or just feeling off during these darker months is something that I'm referring to is called seasonal affect disorder or seasonal depression, or you may have heard it called the winter blues. And it's a type of mood disorder that generally happens from late fall through winter when the days get their shortest and darkest and starts to taper off by late spring, you know, when we get longer days of sunlight. So some years I feel like I've tolerated it better living here in Seattle, but I've noticed that in the last several years, I feel like it's really hard to shake sometimes. Um, the most common, when I've talked to people about this, the most common symptoms that they've shared with me, along with things that I have felt myself, are things like just wanting to stay in bed, or you find yourself distancing yourself from people and even isolating yourself. Um, having feelings of depression and sadness and just not feeling like yourself. Some people have said they have a hard time thinking. Um, you know, the, the level of alertness that they feel is low, their energy is low, and it's hard to get motivated. And they find themselves eating things that they normally wouldn't eat. Their cravings are higher for like carbs and um They just feel like, kind of like a state of hibernation, honestly. You just kind of want to withdraw from the outside and just kind of go inward. And 
It leads to isolation and anxiety and irritation and gaining weight. Just a lot of a lot of negative things can come about because of this. Recently, a friend of mine said that even her husband, who normally isn't affected by the long stretches of gray days in the winter, said that it was starting to make him feel depressed. Another person that I know said she was having a really hard time getting out of bed. And I was surprised to hear that, I guess I always just imagine Seattle, the Seattle area, because I know it so well, that the darkness and the gray days kind of tend to get all of us down. But in other parts of the country, you know, there are long stretches of cold and um, maybe not so much rain, but darkness. And I was listening to a, a fellow Etsy shop owner that I really admire, and she recently shared that she didn't realize how depressed she had gotten until she moved away from the area where she had lived that was more dark and cold, and she moved to an area with more winter sunshine, and she said she finally felt like herself again. It was like a light switch had been flipped, and her motivation and creativity came back almost instantaneously with the increased sunlight. So have you ever felt like this? In the moment, in the darkness, in the long, cold, dark days of winter, it can be really hard to see your way out. So I wanted to share with you 10 tools that I have found really helpful personally for me that helped to turn my thinking around and try to help make the most out of winter and not just wish it away or let it deplete me, but actually embrace it. So I hope that these things can help you too. So I would, I'm going to start with, and this, I used actually had this in a different order when I was kind of thinking this through, but, but really the number one thing that I can say that has helped me right away, the easiest thing you can do is taking a vitamin D supplement. Now, I'm not someone who takes a lot of supplements and herbs and stuff like that, but vitamin D for me has helped me tremendously. And I I start taking it in the mornings. Usually it's not until after I've found myself in kind of a winter slump. Um, but in case you want to know more about vitamin D, you probably know that the best benefit of sunlight is the ability to boost your own body's vitamin D supply. So most cases of vitamin D deficiency are just because we are not outside in the sun, getting exposed to the sun during the winter. I love this. Vitamin D is sometimes called the sunshine vitamin. Woo! Nothing truer. Because that's how it feels when I take it. It feels like my mind, I just get that boost. I just have that same, I guess, mental boost. I start feeling so much better. It's as if I have been out in the sun when I start taking vitamin D. So I don't know about you if you've ever tried it, but 
even my sister and brother-in-law one year were feeling in a slump. And I said, are you taking your vitamin D? Take it every day, take it every morning, and it will make a difference. Um, so vit- lack of vitamin D, especially in the fall and winter due to the lack of sunlight, can affect our health, like our bones. I know that it has an effect on our bones. It can affect our mood, our mental health our ability to think clearly, and it can affect our sleep because we have that lack of sunlight that throws off our normal rhythms and our hormones are affected, which have a huge impact on the way our bodies and minds function. I remember several years ago when I went to a doctor to have just a normal blood draw, and I told her that I was kind of feeling... I don't know, like fuzzy. My I just couldn't really think clearly. I felt like I was forgetful. Um, it just I just didn't feel right. And she checked my vitamin D levels and they were really low. They were in what was considered vitamin D deficiency, which is um twelve and <laughs> I don't know these scientific terms, twelve nanograms per milli- milliliter, whatever that means. But I was at a 12 and a normal range is between 20 to 50. That's considered adequate for healthy people. So I was I was vitamin D deficient, which honestly is very common during winter, during the winter months, and especially in the Pacific Northwest where we don't get a lot of sun um, for long periods of time. But so she had me take a high dose of vitamin D for like three months. And I really felt so much better, even right, you know, the first first week, I felt so much better. So I realized that if I'm feeling off, the first thing that I will start doing in the winter is to start taking that vitamin D3 supplement every morning. And I'm wondering if it's even a better option to start taking it you know, even at the end of October before it actually hits a major slump. So that's probably a good tip as well. The second thing I want to talk to you about is a light box. I've read that getting a dose of morning sunshine is the best way to trick your body into getting back to its normal rhythm, the awake-sleep rhythm. And it can have some of the same effects of actually being out in the sunlight. So this light box is a box that produces a full spectrum light that mimics sunshine, basically to trick your body into thinking that it's being exposed to bright sunlight in the morning so that you can get that natural day-night cycle back on track. Some people have a hard time falling asleep at night and waking up in the morning because they are lacking the sunshine and the normal rhythm of the sunlight, which helps them wake up in the morning and go to sleep at night. So it can mess with our feelings of, um, you know, being able to sleep and how alert we feel during the day. Now, my own personal experience has kind of been mixed with trying a light box and maybe, you know, I'll say it's I have not been consistent with it. But the light box that I have, it produces a good light, but I'm finding that if it is 
in front of me. It can I can kind of get a headache, like the intensity of the light is so strong. But I do find that if I place it, you know, in the room, maybe where I'm sewing or working, and I put it kind of behind me so that I can see it almost out of the corner of my eye, it gives me kind of the illusion of there is a bright uh, bright sunlight coming through a window in that area. So anyway, like I said, I have not used it consistently. And, you know, some days it just feels like you have a giant spotlight over in the corner. So I don't know how, how it really affects me. But I know for other people it has worked. So you might want to try a light box. The third thing I want to talk to you about is connecting with people and I will even insert or animals because I mean who doesn't love being around animals? Some people I guess. My sister-in-law doesn't really like animals but anyway I've heard from many sources and you probably have too that one of the biggest predictors of happiness and even better health and living longer is being connected with people. So even for us introverts, if you happen to be an introvert like me, connecting with people is still important to our health and mental health. And I can tell you that from personal experience, when I left the part-time job with the school um, where I had focused all of, you know, all of these hours a day being around over a hundred kids and their parents and the staff that I worked with, you know, I had a lot of social interaction in my life on a daily basis. That was the part-time job and then I would come home and work on my business for the rest of the time. And when I shifted from working at the school part-time and working on my business, um, I, when I I left the school and decided to just focus on my business full time. I immediately felt the drop of connection that I had had. So it was like going from a circus to a ghost town in a matter of minutes. I really felt down. I missed those interactions, even though they were very intense, like it was a pretty intense job and the interaction level with people was very high. When I pulled myself away from that completely, I really missed that. I felt that void in my life. And, you know, I'll tell you, it's taken me some time to get used to this new rhythm of working independently. And I have to make sure that I make time with my family and my friends. And, you know, I have friendships through church I work with the youth of our church, um, and so that is a really great way to connect with people that I really um, appreciate and care about, you know, but working as an entrepreneur still does have its lonely moments where you are just working by yourself, and you're talking to yourself, and you're bouncing ideas off of yourself, so it can feel lonely. And if you work for yourself, you know what I'm talking about. And it's more than just connecting with people online, because that's not what real connection is about. You know, I do, I do check in, follow people on Instagram. 
but it's not the same as having a connection with another human being. The fourth way that you can beat the winter blues is by getting outside every day, preferably in the morning, if possible, for any morning light to kind of help with those circadian rhythms to get those back in order. Um, For me, it feels really good to be outside just to feel the fresh air on my face does something for my mood, gives me a boost. Now, I know some of you live in an area that it can get really, really cold. So I don't know whether you would enjoy that or not, wrapping a scarf around your face. And I don't know, then you don't really feel the wind on your face. But um, I don't know. So what? Well, I don't know what it's like for you to be getting out into the cold air. Some people enjoy it. Other people don't. My skin probably couldn't handle really freezing temperatures. I would have to put sunscreen on before I went outside. So it gets a little more complicated for the sensitive skin types. But um, if you if you are in an area where you can get outside, even for a few minutes every day, it's good for you and it can boost your mood. Um, I love personally walking through the woods. At, there's a favorite park that I have that's not too far from us. Or walking by the ocean or a lake or anywhere, really. I just love being outside. So if you can get outside every day, even for a few minutes, even for a 15-minute walk or a five-minute walk to the mailbox and back, if you can do that, it just helps you to get out of your own space and to get outside. And that might give you a boost. Um, The fifth way that you can beat the winter blues is by eating citrus fruits. Might sound strange, but there's kind of a mental part of it and a physical part of it. It can give you kind of that good summer vibe feeling to be eating, you know, juicy oranges and pineapple. And citrus fruits are also a very, can be very beneficial to your health. They're packed with vitamin C and a load of other vitamins and minerals and antioxidants that can help reduce inflammation. And it can also, you know, stocking up on that vitamin C can help you ward off the colds and the flu that can happen during this time of year. Okay, the sixth way to kind of help yourself out of the winter blues funk is to exercise. And I know we've all heard a million times how necessary exercise is for a whole bunch of reasons. And that does include the boost that it can give your mood in addition to the physical health benefits. It's usually one of the very first things a psychologist will recommend to people suffering from depressive symptoms. Get your body moving. And a shout out to Rachel Hollis. I know she says that moving your body will change your mind. And I love that. And I actually typed it up and printed it out and stuck it on the wall in front of my treadmill. So I look at it a million times as I am trying not to look at the countdown on the clock to see how much time I have left on my workout. But I look at that and I just am re-reminded that it that exercise is good for your body and for your mind. 
And also, if you are stuck in a funk, they often will say, get out of your mind and into your body, which makes sense because if you're stuck in kind of a cycle of negative thinking, if you instead take that energy and focus it through your body, it can help to, again, change your mind. So I know that I personally feel better when I commit to, I don't know, even if it's just walking 30 minutes a day. Um, I know that I mentally and physically feel better. And if you can do it outside, that's a great bonus. But if you can't, then just try walking on a treadmill or maybe do something that you like even more than that. Try swimming or biking indoor or outdoor if you're able to do that. You know, exercise is supposed to be, it's not supposed to be a punishment. So think of it in a way that it would be something that would bring um, something happy into your life and not something you feel like you have to do, but something that you want to do and that you are able to do. A seventh idea and way that you can help to kind of get yourself out of the winter blues funk is to journal, to write out your feelings. This is another top recommendation for people in the mental health field. They tell you to get your feelings out on paper so they're not just jumbling around in your head. And like I said, some people can get stuck in that negative thinking cycle. And one way to break that is to write out their feelings. It can be really helpful. I know once even for me, I, I was really upset about something and I sat down and just typed out all the mad feelings that I had and then I deleted it. And actually, strangely, it felt like the weight of all of those thoughts had lifted and there was nothing left behind but a clear mind. So just an idea for you to try. The eighth thing, now you may have heard of this or maybe not, is to get more huga in your life. Now what in the world is huga? You're never going to believe the way it's spelled because every time I look at the word, I want to say hygie. <laughs> it's spelled H-Y-G-E-E, but is pronounced huga because it comes from the Danish. The Danish way of life of huga is bringing comforting, cozy things into your life that creates a feeling of comfort and contentment and well-being. It just... Oh, it makes me feel cozier just thinking about it. <laughs> so what types of things make you feel cozy and comfortable in the winter? The things that come to my mind would be like lighting candles, playing soft music throughout the house, soft chunky blankets, soft pajamas, you know, nighttime rituals like warm baths, foot rubs, who knows, whatever brings you feelings of comfort and well-being do more of that. Bring more of that into your winter routine and that will bring more feelings of comfort and contentment into your life. Um, speaking of comfort and cozy things, I found the softest pajamas with these cute polar bears on them and they're made with a cotton um, bamboo combination fabric and they are so soft. They feel really good. And so those are kind of, they fit the definition of huga for me. 
So I thought, what the heck, I'm going to get those and wear them and they are comfy cozy. So the ninth way that you can kind of help to beat these winter blues is by repeating motivational statements every morning. Or if it's even a smaller version of that is just reframing your thinking from the minute you wake up. So instead of waking up and thinking, Ugh, it's another gross, dark day. Instead of saying something negative, wake up and when your feet hit the floor, you think, I am so grateful for this new day. It's a blessing to me and I will make this day the very best that I can. Can you see the difference? This is from the very start of your day. The way that you think can impact the rest of your day. Since our thinking dictates our feelings and our actions, we need to make our thinking count. The final way that you can try to beat these winter blues is kind of the obvious one. It would be to travel somewhere sunny or just change your environment. So when all else fails, get out of Dodge is what I'm saying. My parents used to schedule a trip to Hawaii every February when I was younger um, for a few years in a row to get out of the gray in the rain of Seattle and probably all of their children, <laughs> me included, and get to the sunshine. My sister told me that she realized one year that when she got away to somewhere sunny during the winter, it totally changed the rest of the winter for her. It gave her such a positive outlook. So she decided this is something that we really have to do year after year. It's like a long-standing appointment. You know, you make your yearly physical. You also have a trip to somewhere sunny in the winter, especially if you live in Seattle, just getting out of town to a different location where it's sunny. It can just boost your mood so that you feel refreshed and ready to come back to the darkness, okay? Um, now, I haven't done that, but I every year I say I'm going to. I mean, you know, the thing is, it's expensive. Like, you have to plan these trips. But if you can't get on a plane to the tropics or to, you know, Arizona or California or Florida, somewhere warmer, at least try to change up your environment because that can also boost your mood. You know, if you are, if you work at home or in an office where you're staring at the same four walls day after day, it can kind of get you down. So changing your environment, whether if you work for yourself and you can go to another location to work, whether it's, you know, a coffee shop or a library, or maybe you just take a drive in the afternoon and, you know, or try to get outside it just, you know, like I've said, getting into nature always gives me a boost, even if I'm just, if I only have enough time just to take a drive. But trying to change up your environment, or if you are able to get away and unplug, and um, especially to get somewhere that has a lot more light and sunshine, will help to boost your mood and get you out of that low slumpy, depressed feeling that can often surround us during the winter months. 
So to sum, to sum things up, getting out of a winter funk can really feel hard when you're in deep. And my best tip really is to implement any of these things that might help you before you get in too deep. But if you still, if you find yourself like barely able to pull yourself out of bed every day, there still is a way out of these feelings that can be developed during, um, during these darker months. And the thing is, it's okay to have a different rhythm this time of year. Some periods of time, seasons, are meant for higher activity, and some are meant for us to slow down, just in the same way that animals hibernate. You know, you can just think about the different seasons of life. But what's important is about embracing the season that we're in and making the most out of it for ourselves and fighting, instead of fighting against it, embracing it and making it the most that we can. So I'd love to know, have you ever felt what I'm talking about? Where do you live? Do you live in a place that doesn't have a lot of sunshine during the late fall through winter? Um, Have you felt yourself getting down or depressed during the winter months? If you have things that have helped you, I would love to know about them to see what has helped. These 10 things have helped me and are just ideas of things that you could try. And by the time this airs, we may be winding into spring. It's probably later, maybe the later part of February. Um, And maybe, hopefully, (laughs) knock on wood, the dark days are behind us. But whatever season you're in, I hope that you'll be able to make it the best that you can. So thanks again for being here, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me for the Fairface podcast. I would love to hear from you. If you have any comments or questions about what you've heard, please get in touch with me. I would also really appreciate it if you would take a minute to leave a rating and a review and share this podcast so it can help other people find us. To shop our washcloths, visit our Etsy shop, Fairface Washcloths, or on our website, fairfacewashcloths.com. That's F-A-I-R-F-A-C-E washcloths.com. And I would love to chat with you on social media. So find me at Fairface Washcloths on Instagram and Facebook. Thank you so much and I'll see you next time.